Hey everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I feel so good to say it. Right? <laughs> uh, it's been like two months, you guys. I know. And I don't know when this is going to air, but... I don't know either, but like, know it. that in our county, their active cases are down. <laughs> yes. Way down. It's a calculated risk, and we thought it was worth it. And we're... Not six feet apart, but we're probably more than three Six-ish. feet apart. We're breathing away from each other. Not, we're not even looking at each other, you guys. <laughs> of course, we never do. We have our backs to each other. <laughs> like we can't breathe the same air. Yeah, we wouldn't dare. Never. This week, we take on the uh, repo. The Netflix genetic- keeps pushing that, like push notifying me that that is on there. And I'm like, quit. Quit. I'm not interested. no more it looks dumb it's people growing plants and like making giant plant arrangements Mm -hmm. competition but they're like british people so they're not going to get like ugly you know right their people are ugly not their flowers right like well i mean like they're not going to be like american reality shows Oh, they're not going to like okay trash out dirty they're not going to trash out yeah okay i got you i got you and uh if I'm going to watch a competition show, I need them to potentially trash out. I thought this week was when they were going to announce the winner of Drag Race. Ooh, yeah, no, it's the uh, reunion. Week? Yeah. So I'm I not watching it. First thing this morning, I asked Luke to obtain it. Yes. And I watched it with Serenity, and then when they were just like, it's the reunion, I was like, oh, this is God bullshit. damn it. Yeah, but we sat and watched the whole thing. Yeah, I will, uh, probably tomorrow. Rory is pulling hard for Gigi. I am so split between Gigi and Crystal. Like, Honestly, Jada's great. I would not yeah, be mad at Yeah, I would not Jada be mad won. at any of the queens if they won. It's... But I want Crystal to win so bad. <sighs> I like Crystal a lot. She had She's that so, Cinderella like, story. Weird and yes. different and like and sweet. Um, I listen to Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem every week. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a recap <laughs> uh, review. Um, and they mentioned like somebody had brought it to their attention that Crystal has worn pants every single runway of this oh, season snap. and i was i have not gone back and looked and yet. she hasn't been read for it at all right i didn't notice i didn't well, either she looks so good she's like, amazing i'm always like oh you did change your makeup and it's mm. so good and she does so much i just i love her that little like rusical thing that they did yes. she looked so glam so pretty oh so we haven't pretty. had a chance to talk about this. We've not had a chance to talk about anything. I know. I'm so excited you're Texting here. is so different. Like it is different. When we were recording pre-quarantine, pre-quarantine, I was like, oh, this is kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not coming to see you, right. but like the getting whole, everything done. Because yes. both of us were like Thursday night watching yes. everything we needed to do and then recording Friday. Yes. And I was like, this is you know i like seeing you but this it's lost some of the fun yes just a little yes it's a little less shiny but now i'm like ah. i think that it's, I, it, do, I feel like it's gonna be good for us yeah oh yeah i <clears throat> i think that we should um so good relax a little bit yes like i was putting a lot of pressure on myself yeah i don't feel like i feel like and then feeling like a failure and like i'm done with that yes I feel like if people are listening to us, and there are people listening to us. Yes. Not like a ton, but there are. But there are. Yeah. 
like not enough more, to get blue aprons more attention, than a hundred <laughs> i think more than 200 at this point yeah we had we had gone over 200 yep that's so cool yeah for, but uh like that's more I than i ever thought i don't want to put pressure I yeah. don't, don't want to be like, we need to make money. Yeah. I would love to make money. I would love to have sponsors. And yeah. I hope that one day we get there. But I would like to just have this fun. This is a fun thing just to do together. And just be with my friend. Yes. And like. And I feel like we. Be in the same room together. <laughs> our friendship like grew. Yeah, for with the sure. Podcast. And I felt like we were solid before that. Yeah, for sure. But like we're still gonna do it you guys yeah we're still gonna record but maybe maybe we'll just do one episode of tv or maybe we'll do two episodes and then we'll do a movie the next week or yeah. something we i don't know we're gonna relax we'll try to be we're dependable but we're gonna relax and i think that like we'll sound better because of it yeah i think we'll become we won't be rushing through it yeah yeah i agree okay you guys Okay, so Repo the Genetic Opera is a 2008 American science fiction gothic rock music horror film. <laughs> I went to Wikipedia, y'all. <laughs> Do you remember? I was, I've missed you so much that I've listened to some of our old episodes I during have to, quarantine. Yeah. And at some point, I don't remember what it was on, but you're like, do you remember when we used to do this? There were like 18 different genres. Yes. <laughs> this. Yeah. This. Yep. Uh, directed by Darren Lynn Boosman, with soundtrack produced by Japanese rock star. Sorry. <laughs> it cuts off my notes. Japanese rock <laughs> star. Yoshiki. Yoshiki. Yeah. It was written by Tony Gilroy. Okay. That's a really lame name next to Yoshiki. Oh, you know what? Oh, no. I think I fucked up. Oh, no. I didn't actually. I don't think I looked up the writer. I think this is left over. Because what I do. Okay. For the record. I know you guys really like to know how I do shit. I will copy the last movie that I have in my notes. And then I will just take out everything and fill in the blanks. Like, I'll take out all the director and redo it. And I think I skipped writer. So I think this is the writer from The Cutting Edge. Oh, God. Is that the last movie we did? I don't think it's the last movie we did, but it was the last one of my notes. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm going to skip on to the director. Sorry about it. I did do three of the stars instead of two of the stars. So it evens out. The screenplay is by Terrence... He's like Norwegian or something. Mm. It's the grave robber, you guys. It's the grave robber. Oh, okay. And Darren you know, I, In my notes, I was kind of digging his energy a little bit. Look, okay, well, we're going to talk about okay. it, okay? okay? Because the first time I watched this, and last night, <laughs> I've only watched this twice, you guys. This is probably the first time in our history that I've seen something before we recorded that Sarah has not yes, seen. Yes, it's very rare. It doesn't Rocky happen. Rocky Horror. No, I'd showed that to you before, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I hadn't seen it. Because I was like, if you're going to be my friend, you have to like this. (laughs) (laughs) Not just see it. Like it. You have to like it. (laughs) You don't have to like it as much as me. (laughs) But you can't hate it. That'll be a problem. (laughs) Uh, But... Yeah, no, there's, we'll, we'll, there, get we'll get there, we'll get there. The director was Darren Lynn Boosman, who has 22 credits. Okay. Before this, he had done Saw 2, Saw 3, and Saw 4. Oh. Yeah, I think he has, like, a genre that he's He's into. like, I like blood, Yeah, I bitch. like some dark shit. And since he had a lot of credits, but nothing I've ever heard of, for mm-hmm. the record, though, he had a lot of credits, and the girl that played Shiloh 
who, by the way, her name she sounded like Shadow. Spy Kids. Yes. Her, she is from Spy Kids, and that is that is how I know her. And so seeing her in anything that is not this, I'm yeah. like, this is weird. Because I was like, I don't remember how old I was when I was... She's such a badass in Spy Kids, too. Yes. <laughs> um, ah. She's in several of his projects after this, oh. and so is the, uh, the villain in this movie. Okay. I, I noticed Lago. that as I was doing it, but since I didn't write it down in his credits, sure. I didn't write it down in theirs. Sure. Uh, so Shiloh was played by Alex. Okay, I'm going to say this the way I think it should be said, and if I'm wrong, I'm and sorry. Alex Vega. Pena Vega, because it's P-E-N-A-V-E-G-A. Oh, but that sounds... I think she just goes by Alex Vega. Okay, well, then... Probably, probably because it's easier than yeah. her last name. Then someone going, is it Pena Vega or is it Pena Vega? Pena! <laughs> probably not. Bitch has 96 credits since 1993. Wow. 96? Wow. Right? I think we're like the same age. 90... Oh, I don't know. We're I didn't look around up how old the same was. age. So before this, she was in <clears throat> an I episode of ER... She was in the movie Nine Months, Twister, The Deep End of the Ocean. I only wrote that down because I really liked that movie. Um, and Spy Kids and its uh, sequels. After this, she was in an episode of Ghost Whisperer. She was in Machete Kills. Do you remember the Grindhouse double feature that came out one year? It was like uh, Quentin Tarantino did a movie and Ra- Robert Rodriguez. God, I know I'm going to get someone someone out there All is like our bitch fans. that's not his name they're gonna tweet us and be like you dumb bitch it's, and we're gonna be like you guys it's Twitter? a really famous horror director um and his last name is definitely rodriguez they did this like double feature and uh-huh. it had these fake trailers in it right mm-hmm. and one of them is like kind of a parody of halloween and it was mm-hmm. like thanksgiving day and the other one was machete uh-huh. and it was a whole trailer it looked like a whole movie and they uh-huh. actually made a movie called machete kills based on that oh no uh, she was in that. She's 31, so yeah, she's... Oh, she's my age. Yeah. Okay. She's a little bit older than I am. Uh, Slightly. She's fucking hot, too, dude. Well, you know, the boy that was in Spy Kids married Megan Trainer. She's fucking hot. <laughs> this is dumb. For the record, I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to hear the the lawnmower and weed eater and i'm sorry about it but there's not much i can do and we have to record because we got shit to do so yeah you guys just know that my lawn's gonna look real good by the time this podcast is over you bet you bet uh she was in the tomorrow people which is uh, i think a cw one season thing okay and CW nashville had a lot of- she was in several episodes of nashville i think she was probably a recurring character isn't it crazy that i've watched nashville and you haven't uh yeah isn't because i hate country music yeah and i was like eating that shit up i know <laughs> uh paul Servino. i was like <laughs> she's gonna start liking country a little <laughs> no. bit i mean i have started a liking it a little bit. bit yeah there's a couple dixie chick songs yeah. and Ooh, okay. earl's gotta die oh yeah goodbye earl i liked that before way yes, back dude. Yeah. yes as soon as that shit came out i was like goodbye earl <laughs> okay sorry paul Servino played um the bad guy. What's his name? Roddy Largo. Roddy Largo. I keep wanting to say Gotti. No, Roddy. And I know that's not rotten. right, but that's like a gangster name. Yeah. And so, like, that's stuck in my head. So, he has 169 credits since wow. 1970. I know, right? Before this, he was in The Gambler, A Question of Honor, Moonlighting, just one episode. One episode of Murder, She Wrote, Goodfellas, Law and Order, The Firm, and Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Oh. Yeah. 
And then since this, he was in Kill the Irishman and Godfather of Harlem. Hmm. Both of those sounded vaguely familiar, so I took them down. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, they also both sound uh, like uh, gangstery. They, like, I think a he's lot of typecast. His, yeah, for sure. Well, he's got that look. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Anthony Stewart Head has 100. He plays the Repo Man, mm. Nathan. He has 120 credits since 1978. Now, I was very excited that he was in this movie. He... I did not look him up mm-hmm. because I knew that you were going to tell me, and I didn't need to. But I was like, I know him. He is in Buffy. He's is her he watcher. Fucking, yes, yeah. that's what I thought last night. That's what I fucking thought last night. And then I was like, is I was it? real excited about it. Is it? <laughs> well, you know, I Repo Man. Um, Repo Man is a movie that came out a few years after this, and it starred Jude Law. And I think it's the same concept of like organs being repossessed. repossessed yeah i think that's the Just same idea music but it's not an opera it's what? like a drama or bastards. suspense thriller or something bastards but he's the repo man and so i had it in my head that jude law was in this and was the star and then when i saw that it was anthony stewart head yeah. i was like wait a second hold on yeah mind well, blown. you know i did the research before i watched the movie and i was like jude law wasn't even in like what is who what is is, is he just a smaller role what <laughs> what so before this, he uh, Giles. Giles. <laughs> I just want to call him Giles. That's fine. He was in Lady Chatterley's Lover, Highlander, just one episode. In My PD Blue, just one episode. He's been in several iterations of Doctor Who. He was really? in that Doctor Who miniseries. I think it was the eighth Doctor that had the miniseries. Uh, and then he's been in the newer Doctor Who's. I didn't watch till nine. Doctors Who. Uh, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. There. Okay, and then uh, Little Britain. Since this, he was in The Inbetweeners, which is funny because the the main guy, the headmaster in The Inbetweeners, always reminds me of Giles. Uh-huh. But Giles actually played one of the kids' dads. Oh. Um, he was in Merlin. Oh, okay. Merlin. I don't know why Merlin. I said it. Merlin. Berlin. He, he You've was, heard of it? Uh, King Uther, he's King Arthur's father. Oh. That's all like, there's the funniest meme I've ever seen about Merlin, and there aren't a lot, but the funniest <laughs> meme I ever saw is like, it's a picture of him as Uther. I think I'm saying that right. And uh, he's like, someone's photoshopped him holding a ladle, and he goes, sorcery. It's <laughs> 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 so dumb, because he's always saying sorcery. That's funny. He was in Percy Jackson. He was in Warehouse 13. And he's in the Jack Ryan series on Prime. So he's not unsuccessful. Oh, no, 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 no. This movie came out in 2008. So yes. let's go back to the 2008 state of mind. 2008 was two years after I graduated. 2008 was two years before I graduated. Hmm. The top song was Love by Flo Rida with T-P- T- T-Pain. With T-P. T-Pain. You know, that shit's still important. <laughs> they've still not gotten our fucking stock back up. Uh, the top song was... Oh, sorry. I just read that. The big movies included The Dark Knight, Iron Man, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which I still have not seen. Yeah. I heard not that great thing, so I didn't watch not, it. Indiana Jones is... In, not for me. Someone had a really funny theory about Tumblr where, like, what if indiana jones was all about like getting countries their culture back and so like there's i don't know if it's a famous line but he's just like it belongs in a museum and they had taken that and they it belongs where it came from it was just yeah it made me laugh that's good 
Uh, a 4chan user made a prank about how Steve Jobs died of a heart attack. After the prank went around social media, Apple's stock dropped around five billion dollars. Holy oh, let's shit! See. That would be five thousand. Yeah, billion. Okay, because billion. of the joke. I was like, I can't be looking at that right. Billion. That's what it says. That's a lot. An asteroid weighing 80 metric tons exploded above the Nubian desert in 2008 with only 19 hours notice. Oh. It's a bad day. Uh, the cost of the financial crisis in 2008... Co- oh, Jesus. Two, oh, they wrote it out for me. $2.8 trillion to the world's financial institutions. That was when the housing market crisis... Crash. Yeah. Um, I was actually working in collections for a mortgage company when that Oof. happened. Yeah. I worked for Chase... I hope I can say that. Um, and I was servicing subprime loans. Uh, you don't work for them anymore. And right. everybody knows that they're a bank and they deal with fucking like mortgages and stuff. As long as you're not like, this is the sh- super shady thing they did, <laughs> you're probably okay. It was really weird. We worked for Chase for subprime loans. And, you know, that was only going to last for so long because shit was just like hitting the fan hard. Yeah. And then we got Wachovia as a client and we were doing their prime loans, mm. which shit was also hitting the fan, but mm-hmm. like not as splattery. Yeah. And then Wachovia got bought by Wells Fargo. Shit. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so that was just a really interesting time because, like, I was so involved in it yeah. that I feel like I understood. Because when we got taken over by the Wachovia thing, mm-hmm. they were explaining that to me, and I understood the concept immediately. But I thought I was misunderstanding it because it was so fucked up. Because there were four payment options. Mm-hmm. There was the fifteen year. Mm-hmm. which is you get a 30-year mortgage, but y- if you pay the, that amount, you'll have it paid off in 15 years. Mm-hmm. There was the 30-year, which if you pay that, you'll have it. In 30 and years. Yeah. There was interest only, mm-hmm. which means that uh, any principal you would have paid just isn't paid. That's like your crazy. Your loan amount doesn't... That's, that's That seems a little shady. Oh, wait, that wait. That sounds real shady. And then there was the minimum payment. No. Which, yeah. Which no. is less than your interest only, which mm, means that you mm. are taking interest that you should have paid and you're putting it on top mm, of the principal, mm. meaning that your debt is going up, Mm-mm. even though you're paying money. Mm-mm. And I... I had them explain it to me so many times that the trainer was just like, and I wasn't trying to be difficult. I literally was like, I don't think I understand this because this does not seem legal. Like, I wasn't making a moral stand. I was literally like, I can't be understand like that. Is what this, I think you're this saying, is, this is can't what you're saying. Be what you're saying. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> they did not love me when I was going through training because I asked a lot of questions. Like that doesn't seem right, and they're like, um, okay, is that legal? <laughs> you're not. Some, you're not the legal. Sometimes team. I wonder that, but then I remember that we have a whole legal department, and they make sure that whatever we're doing is legal, and it's not my problem. <laughs> Norway knighted a penguin in two thousand eight. Wait, oh, knighted, knighted. I thought you said ignited, and I was like, <laughs> hold on a second. I thought Norway were like really cool, chill people. No. <laughs> I'm going to have Odin to go to Norway and be like, stop. Sacrifice. Stop. <laughs> so he is, a, he is the mascot and the colonel-in-chief of the Norwegian Royal Guard, and his full name is Sir Nils Olav II. Okay. Who was the first? I don't know. Okay. His dad. His dad. Lindsay Lohan tied with Lindsay... <laughs> Lindsay Lohan tied with Lindsay Lohan for the Worst Actress Razzie Award for both of her roles in the movie I Know Who Killed Me. (laughs) 
Poor Lindsay Lohan. I know. That was like the beginning of the end. Well, that was like the middle of the end for her. Oh, God. When Barbara Walters interviewed Miley Cyrus in her home in 2008, the camera crew managed to clog all of Miley's toilets. Instead of getting angry, Miley and her family later sent Barbara a golden toilet figurine reading. So you'll always remember the Cyrus family. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know what happened to my notes. Okay. We're almost done. I know you're tired of hearing me read. I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't heard your voice not through a fucking speaker in a long time <laughs> <laughs> the last surviving civil war widow maudie hopkins didn't pass away until 2008 she married an 86 year old veteran when she was 19 uh, yeah her name was maudie that's 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 why she could only marry an 80 octogenarian yeah jesus christ gross. that's yucky on april 1st 2008 u2 brick rolled its viewers by redirecting every featured front page video to the original song oh video God, never I gonna give that. you that i remember that <laughs> shannon matthews because dis- 2008 was peak youtube for me mm-hmm. i was like yes yes get a marbles yes consume all the things i love it Shannon Matthews' disappearance in 2008 triggered the biggest manhunt in the UK for 30 years and TV appeals from her mother. She was found weeks later. Her mother and an accomplice kept her drugged under the bed in order to claim reward money. I think I remember that, too. so fucked up. Since 2008, more than $44 billion have been spent on gift cards that were never used. I only wrote that down because I thought that it would drive you crazy. I definitely have at least $50 worth of gift cards in my wallet right now that I've had since I won the Halloween costume (laughs) contest at work. Well, I like to save it for when I really need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, there were a couple of times during lockdown that I was like, I could make myself feel good and buy myself something that I absolutely do not need. Mm. But then I was like, what if I lose my job and I need this $50 yeah. to pay my light bill? I didn't lose my job, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Thank God. The Oscar winner in 2008 was No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Anthony Stewart Head was chosen for his role as Nathan Wallace after Darren Boseman heard him sing in Buffy the Vampire Slayer 6th season, episode 7, titled Once what? More with Feeling. Oh yeah, Buffy has a singing episode and no, everybody no, sings. No, I didn't re- like, he picked either he didn't watch Buffy or he had him picked for like 10 years. <laughs> well, I mean that episode was in the very later season, so it would have only been a few years, but still yeah, it's wild. Whatever, that was a long time. Uh, also like just real quick while mm-hmm. we're talking about him singing it was really cool how he switched from like father voice yes to repo man like yeah. demon voice it was very i liked he that had a, a band when he was younger oh cool um there are a total of 58 songs in the film including instrumentals yes this it is a, it is a musical you guys it's an opera you better believe their songs. It was made on an $8.5 million budget, which is not that much. No, but and I also, think it shows. Also, I'm like, that's a lot of money. Right? I can put that money to use. I, let me just pay off my house and then I'll film this movie for you. 
<laughs> Why do you sound like Mayweather? I don't know. I immediately, thought, I immediately thought, why don't you come up and see me sometime? <laughs> Bull. <laughs> Paris Hilton sang this, shot the song, Come Up and Try My New Parts, on her first day on set. Paris Hilton was into acting for a hot minute. You remember when she was she in the first tried. season of Veronica she Mars? Tried. No. Yeah, she was I, Logan's girlfriend at the beginning no. of the show. I think I blocked that out. Yeah, well, you should. I don't remember a lot of things Paris about Logan Hilton that being be in Veronica Mars at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only remember Veronica Mars was good, good stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. I can't even remember... Uh, uh, I hardly remember what uh, Veronica not dating Logan. Right. I don't remember that other guy's name. Duncan. Yes. Oh, it took me a second. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tried to block him out. Blocked. He was so boring. <laughs> Blocked. Blocked. Okay. Blocked. Banned. Okay. All right. So let's talk Sorry. about the movie. Okay. So you guys, the basic premise is it's like 2053 they don't specifically tell you that but if you look up the movie it's like in 2053 you're like why are you dating yourself Mm -hmm. uh but at the beginning of the movie they're like in the not too distant future Mm -hmm. uh basically there's a terrible man like their organ failures up people are dying we're like, okay, we're going to finance organs. Mm-hmm. And then Roddy Largo is the owner of Gene Co. And he has two disgusting, three disgusting children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three of them. They're all disgusting. Yes. Um, he lobbies a bill through Congress. And organ repossession is legalized. Uh, which is super fucked up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, there's we've got our main characters we've got Shiloh we've got Roddy Largo we've got his Nathan, Nathan who is Shiloh's dad and the repo man uh, Shiloh doesn't know we have blind mags mm-hmm. we have uh, Roddy's daughter Amber who is Paris Hilton and is addicted to plastic surgery and uh, zydrate. Mm-hmm. And we've got Pavi, who steals faces mm-hmm. and is very in with the ladies. Yeah. Which is weird. And then we have Luigi, who has a real fucking anger problem. Yep. I think it just shows, like, at least how two of them spend their money. Yes. Like, I think the guy with the face issue blows money on women. Oh, for sure, probably. And Amber blows money on surgery. And painkiller. And Luigi probably is just mad that they get as much money as he does and they do stupid shit with Pissed it. off. He's, where's my coffee? Um, shit, there was something this I was going to say. This isn't how I like my latte. This isn't almond milk. This is dairy. Some bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, um, when I was doing research, this was intended to be the middle part of a trilogy really which i think makes perfect sense because the first movie would have probably been about nathan and uh marnie 
Marnie, yeah, and Blind Mag, and um, their friendship, and Roddy being Roddy, uh, yes, uh, getting his heart broken. Yes, like that's all good drama. Yes, and then the third one would have been about Shiloh and her maybe shutting down Jeanco or something. Right, whatever. Definitely, she's not down with it. Fucking the gravedigger guy. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like hard. Yeah, nasty. Hard. Yes, dirty, nasty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I could have got, yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably if they had, I'd be like, this is too much. You could have rolled this into one movie. But also, there's a lot in this movie, but there's not a lot in this movie. Well, I think that if they had started with the first movie being that story, this movie would have felt a lot more fluid because you already have that backstory. Mm -hmm. But like... They were having people react to things, and they're like, "By the way, here's a backstory." Right? You know here's what I mean? A and comic it was strip. It's like you're taking two steps forward, three steps back. Yeah. Although I will say, there's a movie that's like that. It's a Korean movie, and it's called The Handmaiden. Okay. And it's really interesting, and it's like that. You watch about thirty minutes of the movie, and you're just like, "Okay, this is the good person. This is the bad person. This is the situation." Mm-hmm. And then about thirty minutes in, they back up about halfway, and they tell the story from another perspective, and yeah. it completely turns everything, everything around. And you're just like, "Oh!" And then you watch that for thirty minutes, and then the last third is it does the same thing. It goes back about halfway, and then it goes from a third, and then you're just like, "Holy!" It's got some it's major like twist that you his don't see story, coming. Her story, the truth. No, it's like person A, person B, person C, mm. and uh, and then like like person A and person C have this connection that you didn't see oh. at first, and it completely changes the context sure. of everything they've done. Sure, it's really good, um, and it had some twists that I I didn't call, and I always love when a movie can do that. Mm. Yeah. But, okay, so lots of exposition through comic strips. Mm, Yes. Which I was not thrilled with. Yeah, I had to pause a lot. Yeah. So I could take notes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've given you most of the details already. That way we can just kind of talk about it. Right. Um, But there's other stuff, too. Like, you find out that the grave robber steals Zydrate from bodies Although that was kind of not necessary. And it's clean. Mm. And it's pure. No, it's fast. And it's clean. And it's pure. I don't, I don't remember. I was doing it last night. One of and my Zach biggest was complaints. Like, You're singing a lot for someone who's complaining about this movie. Were I'm you like, complaining about the movie? Okay, so here's my problem. Okay. Do tell. My problem is that I've only seen this movie twice. Mm hmm. And before I saw it the first time, people who had talked to me about it were like, it's like Rocky Horror. This is not like that. No. No. They were like, you like Rocky Horror. You love Rocky Horror. You'll love this. And so I had very high expectations. And this is not Rocky Horror. I get why someone would say that. Mm -hmm. Like... I think that the fan base for both of those probably has a they're lot of overlap. Similar. Yeah. Um, but they're very different movies. They're yeah. very different stories. They are not one is much better acted. Yeah. And has much better singing. Yeah. Um, I don't 
I told Zach that I, I simultaneously like and don't like this movie mm-hmm. because I like the premise. I like the, the musical. The idea is interesting. I like the mix of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting and the singing mm-hmm. was a little disjointed. Yeah. Um, I and go. I feel like it could have been better. Mm-hmm. But with the budget they had, I, I kind of understand. Musicals are not my favorite. We know this. I like some musicals. Sure. But I feel like at least a third of the songs need to be catchy. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, in this movie, there was only one song that was even kind of catchy. Was it and it was one? the surgery. Oh, okay, yeah. I think that a couple more of them are catchy, mm-hmm. but I'm also like into musicals. Into musicals. Well, I was trying to think. I was like, you know, I really like Family of the Opera, and none of those songs are catchy. And then I started thinking about the songs, and they kind of are. They are. Yeah. The Phantom of the Opera is here. Yeah. yeah. It's fabulous. I was thinking Sarah. after I watched this, I was like, we should watch Phantom of the Opera. And then I was like, Sarah does not love musicals. I can't just be like, musical, musical, musical. And also, we still have to do Old Boy. That lawnmower is so fucking loud. It is very loud. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay, so do we want to Actually, pick- we're not sorry. We can't control it, and we're <laughs> done apologizing. Don't correct us. We don't care. <laughs> Zach did something to me yesterday, and it made me very upset. He snapped at me. Mm-hmm. He asked me to do him a favor, and I did him a favor, and then he snapped at me, and I was like, Okay. And then I went home, and he, I got a text from him, and he's like, sorry that I snapped at you. Love you. And normally, when he texts me something, or when he apologizes to me, I'm like, it's okay, or it's fine. And yesterday, I was like, it's not okay. Mm. I'm not going to say it's okay. Mm-hmm. You apologize. That's fine. I accept your apology. But why am I saying it's okay? Right. It's, it's not, not okay. Mm-mm. Don't fucking snap at me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, love you too. And then he didn't say anything. And I was like, I don't need to say that it's okay. Yeah. It's not fucking... Oh, it doesn't matter, you guys. Anyways. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out, girl. I just... It can't, I've been having... A, I've been listening to a lot of good for you. Yeah. And so um, there's a lot of me being like, why am I doing this? Or right. this makes sense in my head as to why I'm doing this. Right. So I'll talk to Sarah about it and not on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the backstory. Let's break down the backstory yes. first. Okay. So Roddy and Marnie are lovers. Yes. They're totally happy. It seems perfect. And then Nathan comes and steals her away. Yeah, they meet and they fall in love, and that happens. Like you think that, that somebody's doesn't happen right. when you're in a healthy and thriving relationship. Well, that's probably that's accurate. Mm-hmm. But when you're young, right, you frequently think to yourself, "Oh, this is it." Right. This, this is the is one. It. And then you meet somebody else, and you're like, "Oh, no, that wasn't it." And the next person might not be it either. Mm-hmm. But it shows you what's wrong with it. <laughs> you're like, yeah. that, that's not what I want after all. 
Um, so Marnie and Nathan get married. Ronnie is at the wedding. Yes. Yes. That was weird, right? Um, I think that they said that Nathan had already been working for him. Uh, because later on in the movie, when Roddy's elaborating on how, oh, I'll take it to my grave, I'll take it to my grave, mm-hmm. um, he's like, you never suspected your boss. Mm-hmm. So, Marty has a, a blood issue. Yeah. And she gets pregnant, he's trying to cure her, and when he gives her the cure... She dies. she dies. Well, she goes into she labor. She starts bleeding out of her like eyes and shit. And he only was able to save the baby. Yeah. And what he, he doesn't had to know choose. is that Roddy replaced the cure with poison. Poison. And that's so what and happened before. He, Roddy, when he showed up, was like, "You murdered yeah your wife." And now, because of this, I'm going to keep your secret, but you're going to have to do. Uh, the repossessions. Yeah. I don't know what Nathan did for him before that. Probably, probably research. Probably nothing that wasn't super sketchy. Right. Uh, okay, so we pick up and Shiloh is sick like her mom. Mm-hmm. And he's all up in her business about taking her medicine on time. He's very abusive. This is an abusive relationship, you guys. Very controlling. Not like, not like physically abusive, mm-hmm. but... No. <laughs> well, he says really early on that he, like, what was it? Shiloh's all he has. Yeah. I, I put in there, um, she's mad at her mom because she's sick. Yes. Like, you're in the genetics. same way that you can't control that you're sick, she couldn't control that she was right. sick. But that's beside the point. Yes. And I was like, I can already tell she's going to do something dumb. <laughs> like, yes. She doesn't actually do anything super dumb. Not super dumb. But, but she definitely had that vibe. Yeah. He says something really early on, like, uh, you can't leave or... Yeah. I have no one else. Yeah, Shiloh she can never leave, he She says. can never leave. Yeah, and I'm like, bruh. That's abusive. The Largo siblings have some issues. Lots, yes. They're uh, they're all pretty gross yeah. in their own way. Yeah. And uh, Roddy is just like, well, I can't give them my company. I'm like, they're the monsters you created, bro. Right, like, what do you... Who raised them? Do you ever watch Roddy? the show Succession? No. It's really interesting. Okay. Uh, it's about this guy who is like a um, president of a media conglomerate. Like he owns all these cable news and newspapers, and um, and he has four children. Okay, and they're all kind of vying to inherit, and um, and he's so manipulative and mean, and he's always pitting them against each other and playing mind games with them, and they kind of dance to the tune because. Like, they're only millionaires as long as they're on the right. teat, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just, it's really fucked up, but it's so good. Mm. Like, it's so good. Mm. Mm. Um, okay. So, they reminded me of, like, a very light version of that. Okay. We, um, frequently throughout the movie, we see advertisements about Blind Mag's final performance yeah at one point i was like is blind mag gonna be a thing or is this just like supposed to be world building because yeah yeah she doesn't come in until late except for the ads yeah 
Shiloh keeps wanting to go out. She first is lured out by an insect, and she meets the grave robber. Yeah, she's and he down in of, her mother's tomb. Yeah, hanging out, you which know. is attached to their house. Yeah, that's, that's not weird. Uh, not so weird. she like ventures out. She gets caught. Yes. Um, there are signs that grave robbers will be killed. She on almost crosses paths with the repo man. Yes. But she gets back home and. She passes out. Right. She, blood pressure warning. Passes out. But as she's going out, the repo man comes out and he's like, don't shoot them mm. uh, to the guard guys. And she pa- everything goes dark and she awakens in her room and she's like, dad, there were bodies. And he's like, no, crazy gaslighting that's mm. another uh that's abuse yeah that's abuse we also learned that she's bald i mean yeah she adjusted her wig very obviously at the beginning and i was like that's an amateur move i can't believe they left that in and then it was revealed that she's bald i was like oh okay yeah um but when she gets out is when we get our f- kind of our first real bit of great robber yeah interaction yeah and the first time you're like oh okay i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at i'm it. kind of attracted to it in a very weird way yes, yeah but i dig his vibe when i look up the actor i don't want to know not at all i don't i don't want to know no the the makeup no. and the hair and the something. jacket that he wears the it's vibe all, it's all good the nasty gritty dirty yeah drug dealer <laughs> a little bit vibe yeah. like i'm bad yeah but i'm gonna save you yeah like at the I'm same gonna time fuck you the way you want to be fucked oh. and you don't know it yet that's the kind oh. of vibe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but uh don't look him up because it's very disappointing. I don't, I don't want the. I don't want to know. Yeah, it's it's and it's like it's kind of a mental mind fuck because I looked it up as soon That's as I watched. Why this movie is so heavily filtered. He's just like I look hottest this way. Yes. <laughs> so everybody's gotta adapt. Right. Um. He. I looked him up immediately after I watched it the first time because I was like, this man. What else has he been okay. in? <laughs> And then I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm wrong. I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm not to be trusted with this anymore. I'm wrong. This was a misjudgment. And then I watched it last night and I was like, no, he's, he's hot in this movie. He's hot in this movie. I'll say he's hot in this movie. It's, it's not in like a, ooh, you're going to take care of me and provide for me. It's like, oh man, you're going to lay it down you're gonna lay yep. it down yep and i'm like yeah but uh yeah don't don't look him up it's very disappointing so okay because it's the vibe is gone when we see the repo man at work he's into it oh he's so into it also like okay when we he see him take out the spine it. well it's one of those things where it's like you made your bed lie in it lie in it yeah there's no point in like being upset all the time. Just Don't complain. You may as well find the silver lining, and yeah. the silver lining is that you like it. Just give in. But no, um, and then he, the, he seems to have. It makes sense that he slits the guy's throat to take out the spine. Yes. But later, when Roddy's just like, "I need you to repossess Mag's eyes." Yeah. And he's just like, "I can't kill Mag's." I'm like, "It's her fucking eyes, bro." Right. 
that I doesn't think, require like, death. I, I think maybe that's like the price you pay. Yeah. Yeah, I like, kind of got um, that. You know, I could. I'm going to take this regardless. I'm not going to give you good medical help when I repo it from you. Mm. You're going to die in the street anyway. Maybe that's like the humane. I guess. But like at one point, whenever Roddy almost has him in again, he he's taking back a guy whose leg should have been amputated. Yeah. And he slits his throat, too. I'm just like, bro, he could have lived without his leg. Yeah. I think I probably it's a thing where they're not going to give them medical attention after mm. they repo. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, there's they're good. They don't <laughs> want pain and suffering. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just go ahead and kill you so it's over and you don't feel it. It was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, what the they're doing their best. Shiloh doesn't actually seem all that invested in getting out. No. Like, she's kind of okay with being at home. She went out to get an insect, but she was fine being back. Like, yeah. she... They argue, but she doesn't actually... She doesn't seem like she's missing Yeah. out. Yeah. She's like, I can see the whole world from my window. Yeah, she's totally cool, but he keeps pressing the issue. Yeah, I think that if he had not... If he had just been like, it's safer for you to stay in the house mm-hmm. because you have this condition and you need to take this medicine mm-hmm. because you have this condition, probably there would not have been that tension. No. I mean, every teenager bucks been the gaslighting system. her yeah. the whole fucking time. Uh... So, Roddy oh, leaves Roddy Shiloh on message. gets a terminal diagnosis. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. We don't know what it is. But it's spreading rapidly. Yeah. And he's dead. Yeah. So, so it, he's got it doesn't to find matter if an he heir. gets an organ because it's spreading rapidly and he's going to die. Yeah. He, he's he got to name an heir and he's like, all my kids suck. So, well, you know, you're going to be dead. That's your so. fault. That's your fault. Doesn't matter. Like, chances are... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say every time mm-hmm. because there's that nature versus nurture thing. Right. But chances are if somebody's an asshole and a terrible, rotten person, their parents aren't good. Yeah. They're not there's good. A, I would bet on that. Like, those are good odds. Yeah. That they just had not, not great parents. every time. Right. But most of the time. Uh, okay. So, Roddy is trying to get to Shiloh. Yes. And I wasn't sure what that was about. I don't know why the grave robber was so into Shiloh. Like, why are you, like, saving her from the tent and pulling her from the graveyard and taking her back home on the dump truck? That was weird. Uh, I don't know. It kind of makes sense. She's obviously very green. Mm. And innocent. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a certain kind of person... I just kept waiting for him to be like, let me give you some of this hydrate. Yeah, I free. also was just like, is he gonna? Here's but no, I think she's kind of got like the wounded bird thing, and he's just like, you know what? Let me just let me take care of you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I was I guess. into it. What? I said I was into it. Right, right. <laughs> was I was weird. picking up what he was laying down. Yes. <laughs> um, because it's quick. I wish I could remember what that is. And it's clean. Mm-hmm. And it's pure. So Blind Mag 
is indebted to Roddy for her eyes. Because she can see. He, She was best friends with Marnie. Uh-huh. And she was blind. She had a special contract. Yes. And she didn't know that she signed it in blood, so it's forever. He owns her. Yeah. She belongs to Jean Co. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's very... You gotta... The I fuck do you... It's signed to my blood so it doesn't burn. <laughs> also, I was blind. Right? Like, is that my blood? Because I feel like I would have known if I was signing it with my own blood. It's all dumb. I would have felt you cut my finger. And would have been like, why am I signing this with my finger? So it feels like we're treading water for a really long time. Like, we set up... We give everybody a backstory in the comic strips, and Shiloh goes out, and then she comes back, and we're tossing a lot of balls in the air, but we're not doing a lot with them, and then until we're all ramping up until Blind Mag's final performance. performance. Like, everything is leading to that. The big event, it's once a year, Gene Co. opens to everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's our performance. Here's our opera. Here's And Amber really wants Blind Mag to, like, Fuck be off. done because like, she my wants turn. to sing yeah yeah and there was a moment there where paris hilton did and it was bad yeah it was a little bad now she djs and i guess it's good <laughs> i've not heard it but she's very successful paris hilton i paris hilton and um nicole ritchie had the the simple yes. life that shit was funny yes that was so it funny. was good stuff and like they're to a certain extent like they're they're trolls like they were oh, for sure they were trolling before it was widely for sure before thing. it was a thing and they were like killing it they like they were like we're gonna create 4chan <laughs> uh it's gonna be an beautiful duo um okay so What else happens? We um, Ronnie, Car- Ronnie calls Shiloh. I mean, am I wrong? Doesn't it feel like, okay, we've learned everybody's stance. Yes. And then there's like, I don't know, 30 minutes where it's just like, okay, why is this? Why? Yeah, there's a lot of meh. Yeah. And mm. then we get to the thing. Because it's a musical and they have to throw in right. songs. And so and there's a lot angst. of. Yes. Um, I did think it was interesting that Shiloh was out and Nathan was repoing. And they yes. were both lying to each other about yeah. it. And he's just like, what's that in the background? And she's like, it's, my window's open. And, and she's, she's like, like what's that, that in the background? He's like, oh, it's a patient. Yeah. So. Why is he upside down? She just got home and then he comes through the bookcase. Yes. Like, it was very, I mean. Yeah. But I, I kind of enjoyed that. I was like, that all fit together nicely, seamlessly. Yes. So. Um, she makes a deal with Roddy. He's going to cure her. But she has to like put on her mom's dress. Dress. It's like a black and he tells her to watch out for the gown. repo man because he's out to get her. Why is never explained. No. He's, Why would he, he? He right like what does she? I guess she they have? kind of painted him as this insane, crazy demon. Yeah, he just like, likes killing things. He does. He does. He does. It, but there's a reason. Right. Like it's not a good reason. Well, it's Repo Man, not mass murderer. Right. Like he, it's a job. He's like I don't enjoy this. It's just my job. This is my career. I love that Blind Mag uh her eyes have audio out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I can do they can more. project that I can get I behind. Can, that makes sense from eyes to a certain extent. But the weird. audio, I'm like, ah. okay. I think it's supposed to be like it. It can play back your memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They that was an advertisement. Yeah. it reminded me of that Black Mirror episode. It's one of the best ones. Yeah, with um, they have that where they rewatch <laughs> is it the one where the guy has the interview and then he replays it over and over in his head in front of people and he, they nitpick and then yeah and like uh, by the end you're like oh no this is not there's what we the, want. he ends up ripping it out but there's this one scene where him and his wife are having sex yeah and you see them having sex and it's like wild and crazy and she's on top and then it switches really fast and like he's given it to her from behind and you're just like that was a weird cut and then when it shows what's actually happened she's do she is seeing a time that they've had sex where he was fucking her from behind yes he's seeing with her on top and they're actually just like barely barely rubbing up against each other it was odd yeah yuck uh okay so uh blind mags is shiloh's godmom yeah it doesn't really make a difference to the story whatsoever also shiloh lets her in the house real quick like i guess she's a celebrity so it kind of makes sense where it's just like she's like i can't let you in and she's like were you supposed to let me in the gate and shiloh's like no let me open the door now that logic stands up yeah um Amber has a botched surgery. Oh, yeah. Roddy wants to make Shiloh his beneficiary. Yes. And he tells her he has a cure. So she shows up in the dress. Yeah. And then she kind of has a smart idea where she's like, if the repo man is coming, I'm just going to set him up. Yeah. And so she sets it up to look like she's sitting somewhere. And when he pops up. She hits him. She hits him. Yes. With a shovel. Yeah. And then his helmet comes off or he takes it off. Yep. And she sees it's her dad. Yeah. And then she's like, I hate you and I never want to see you again. You're a monster. Yes. And then Blind Mags has her final song. Well, actually, Amber tries to sing Her Face Falls Off. Then Blind Mags Yes, that was probably my favorite moment in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. When her face falls off. It was like she... And then she just picks it up off the floor. And runs off. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I didn't actually watch it, but there was supposed to be an after credit scene where she actually inherits... Oh, I didn't watch it. Uh, Amber inherits the Jinko and she auctions off the face for charity. Oh. The face that fell off. Okay. Um, Okay, so... So, Blind Mags is just like, fuck those people. And she rips out her eyes and then Roddy gets mad. She sings... um, She says... I don't remember what exactly it is, but she's doing her opera and she's like, if the price of being free of you is my eyes i'd rather be blind i'd rather be blind and then she's wearing these fucking like finger ring sharp talon nail things and just fucking stabs her fucking own eyes out blood gushes out. blood gushes of course of course the fucking guy from saul is on this movie right um and roddy just pulls out a sword and cuts the cord because she's like hanging in the air over a wrought iron fence over a wrought iron fence cuts the cord and she falls on her back and impales and she's dead just and then he tells everybody it's all part of the show show. don't worry so his big plan is to tell shiloh she can have it when he dies she can have jinko if she kills her dad well also she can have the cure and then he's yes. like, he's poisoning you. You don't need this. Yeah. There is no cure 
Because you are not sick. You just need to stop taking the medicine. Yep. Which is super fucked up. And then she's like, she has the gun, and then she's like, I'm not a murderer. And she hands the gun to Roddy. Yeah. And then at some point, she gets the gun back. Yeah, it was very, it was a lot. There's a lot of singing going on. And then the lights cut. Roddy grabs the gun back from her Mm -hmm. and shoots Nathan in the chest. Yep. Uh, And then Shiloh goes to him and they have like a moment. Mm -hmm. And like Roddy's over there coughing and shit. And he's like, oh, and then he dies. Yep. Um, And... Shiloh tells her father goodbye. Oh, well, Shiloh passes out on the stage before yes. Roddy dies. And when she comes to, she's just in this <laughs> fucking yeah, puddle of blood. Yeah, she's covered in blood. It's literally like black, white, and red. Those are yes. the only colors. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then I think she sings. Yeah, and she's going to go live her life, and she's free now or something Or like that. free at last. Yeah. Free at last song. And then we get the Grave Robbers final song, mm-hmm. which doesn't really tell us what's going to happen with Gene Co. Nope. Or what Shiloh's going to do. Or if Shiloh even actually inherited Gene Co. Because Robbie never... Ro- Robbie. Roddy never signed the paper. Right. So it wasn't official. Mm-hmm. And she's not actually his heir. Right. So I don't know. I was expecting some kind of twist where, like, she was actually his daughter. Yes. Something like that where it would make sense that she would inherit or that he would want her to inherit. Well, when they were, like, Roddy's story, Roddy and Marnie were lovers. I was like, Marnie, you whore. Yeah, right. How could you? Also, like. And I fucking watched it once before. (laughs) Once. (laughs) It, the story's fine. The story's okay. Yeah. Uh, The execution. Not so great. It could be better. It could. I think set design and filters and camera choices, Uh I could forgive if the acting. Right. And or singing. And or singing were better. Yeah. And I get like, um, you know, in almost all of the sibling sing- scenes where they're singing it's so like it the, the one that stands out to me is one where it's pavi and luigi and they're like spinning in a circle together mm-hmm. kind of and they're both singing something and it's so bad they sound so bad together and i get that that was a choice mm-hmm. and that they purposefully made that choice but it is a musical and you should never purposefully make it bad yeah like you the can make singing, them bad. The singing needs to be on point. Yeah. It wasn't bad enough for me to hate this movie. But I'm it's also I cannot say the same. It's also not something that I'm it's it's not Rocky Horror Picture Show and mm. this is probably the last time I'll ever watch it. I was watching it and I I was having to make myself watch it. Sure. Which is hard. Sure. Because I was like, it's like gothic-y and rock-y. It should be good. Yeah. Like, these are all things I like. Gore. Yeah. Giles. Drugs. Drugs. Some hot guy. Yeah. I'm in. All the ingredients are good. It just, it was mixed up poorly. Yeah. Uh, But I, I was, I snapped at Luke because he came down and I was... Like, I was toward the end, and he was just like, why are, why are you in such a bad mood? And I was like, I hate this movie. And if Vicky likes it, 
this is gonna be very uncomfortable no it's bad (laughs) i didn't want to be like this movie is terrible right and that's why i was like don't have high expectation don't don't expect anything what was it there was something else that's like gory-ish that i wanted to watch and i was like we should do this after this Zach definitely last night came in and was like, didn't you already watch this movie? Haven't you already seen this? And I was like, yes, I'm watching it for the podcast. For the pod? And he was like, oh. And he was like, I'm still waiting on old boy. And I said, look, man, the plan was Father's Day and that's next month. Yeah. We'll Get it see. together. We'll see. Uh, you've, not, you've not seen that movie either, have you? Mm-mm. I know about the famous like one take. Ugh whatever right uh god there was a movie it's I wanted not to a bad watch it's you. not a bad movie it's truly it's not a bad movie but because of what happens at the end it may i don't like it mm-hmm. it's fine i'll watch it because we'll have our daddies <laughs> our, uh the drama daddies mm. all right so i don't Ew. know what movie we're gonna do next we'll probably discuss it off we'll figure Mike. it out but you, you guys could send us something out. if you want to. Um, I don't know. The 200 ish of you that may or may not be listening to this episode. Right. Some people like, come hey. across it just because of the movie we do, and like that might be the only episode they listen yeah. to, which is insane to or me. Or like the show we do. Our, they're like, we're on this right. show. We're on We like this Offspring. But. And now that it's over, unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, my heart, you no. fuckers. <laughs> How could you? Just stay subscribed. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah, we might send an update on something else you might Who like. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so if you want to get in touch with us, if you have uh, your own opinions about our opinions, you can like us on Facebook, The Drama Mamas Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Drama Mamas Pod. And we're on Instagram, too, at The Drama Mamas Podcast. If you want to tweet at me directly, you're welcome to do it. I don't do Twitter that well. But my handle is at Norwegia, yeah. And I'm at Cookie Slayer with one in the cookie and a three in the Slayer. And I also don't Twitter well because <laughs> all the people I follow, Twitter's like, you have 20 notifications and none of them matter. None. So if one. you do t- t- tweet me and I don't reply, it's because I didn't see it. And maybe <laughs> you should go comment on the Instagram. Or you can visit our website yes the drama mamas podcast.com yes i post all of our new content there it's linked to our instagram it's linked to our twitter it might be linked to our facebook so it's kind of like all of it together you know it's much easier make it real easy make it real easy for you um okay unless there was anything else as always remember to save the drama for these mamas